This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right. Thank you very, very much. And uh, welcome to our second hour. Let's get it underway quickly. We have two callers who have been waiting very patiently. We have one line open at 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Today's SPCA of Texas dog is Gigi. And Gigi is a, that is G-I-G-I, is a happy little girl who is looking to find the right family to bond with. Gigi is a cur black mouth mix who is two years old and weighs 50 pounds. She has a tan coat with a few little dark accents around the head and a white underbelly. She is as friendly as can be and loves getting out into a doggy play group. Gigi seems to do well around children and would make a great family pet. She came into the SPCA as part of a hoarding case in Henderson County and is looking for a family who will give her lots of individual attention. She is housed at the Russell E. Dealey Animal Care Center, so a prior appointment is necessary to meet her in person. However, if you are out doing Christmas shopping in Dallas over the next couple of weeks, Gigi can sometimes be found in person at the SPCA of Texas Home for the Holidays Adoption Pavilion at North Park Center. Just like all the pets at SPCA of Texas, Gigi has been spayed, microchipped, she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. The Home for the Holidays event at North Park runs every day from noon to 6. That's through December 23. The event also includes bark and build competition with dog houses and cat condos designed by top area architects and builders. How fun. Please browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet and visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. There is quite a, a uh, supply of animals up for adoption and they're wonderful pets. Please adopt. This is the time, if ever there were, to adopt. Gigi is this wonderful little dog. And that's sponsored by Baylor Scott and White Health. And this has been a week I've spent some time at Baylor Scott and White Health, getting uh, health, getting some help. And uh, I just am so proud to recommend them to you. They've made it easy for us to get uh, to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24/7 video visits on the My BSW Health app. We can get virtual care whenever and wherever we need it, like right now or later tonight. Even on other weekends when allergies might start acting up when we're out in the garden or when we run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that we don't even have to stop what we're doing to get the care we need. So we can stay focused on doing what we love. It's as simple as texting BETTER to 88408 to download the MyBSW app today. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor's Cotton White Health, the MyBSW Health app. Text BETTER to 88408. And thank you, Baylor Scott & White Health. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. I think he was paying attention. He gets an A on his homework. Let's go now. We're going to do uh, uh, the questions from John and Rob before I take another break because they've waited so patiently. Uh, John and Ulysses, this is Neil. Good morning. Hi. Good morning, Neil. It's a short question. Uh, uh, but if, if uh, anybody in Ulysses adopts Gigi, they're welcome to stop by and have Gigi help water my blood good Japanese maple. <laughs> it's really uh, it's lost all its leaves. Uh, last time I spoke with you, you encouraged me to water it twice a week, so we've been doing that. I dump a good five-gallon bucket of water on it. I'm I'm afraid that this 
particular maple was in a uh, an 18-inch pot, and it may have been root-bound before we finally got it uh, planted in the front yard on the corner. It's okay. it's in an open area. There's no shade. It gets all the sun that Euless has to offer year-round. Any suggestions about it losing off? Because it's supposed to stay uh, keep the leaves throughout the year, right? No. It's deciduous. No. Okay. Oh, okay. So it's okay that it dropped all the leaves. I have... Uh... 12 or 15 blood good maples in our in our woodland and uh-huh. uh, they all have dropped all of their leaves now okay all right so no big deal that's great no. thanks for all you do neil you have you're welcome day. merry merry christmas yeah. to you john thank you so much yeah i wouldn't want it in the sun i will tell you if it's been how long have you had it i'm at least i think it's been a couple years I would consider moving it. It's not that well established, and if you have a if if it has had a record of uh, leaf scorch of scorched edges of the leaves uh, as the summer progressed each year, then I would really consider uh-huh. moving it. Now that it's uh, completely dormant, I'd I'd move it to a spot where it does have some shade because they they do oh. so much better where they have shade. But that's up to you. Okay, great. Thanks again, Neil. You're welcome. I'll talk to you. Let's go to Rob in Flower Mound. Rob, this is Neil. Thanks for waiting. How can I help? Hello, Rob. Going once. Hello, Rob. All right, let's put him on hold for just a moment. He may not have believed he was actually going to make airtime there, Mike, and, and we'll try yeah. one more time. I'll let you try in a minute. All right, we'll take a break. The break. Normally, I take one question in that segment, and tried to pressed our luck didn't we that's what happens and we'll try him again before we give up um let me uh, tell you about the uh, offer from neil spray's lone star gardening i i, I let me look at something where to put the book there it is I'm just gonna look something up i don't know that i have time but if i were to look under japanese maples in my book first of all you'd see photos from our yard and I don't know how quickly I can get to it, but I'll just bet you. Let's see what it says. Small trees. And it's just hard for me to, with my glasses. I'm, I have different pairs of glasses for different purposes. Um, the The truth of it is that that plant likes 80 degree temperatures. And it uh, likes uh, it likes uh, moist conditions. It just really doesn't want to be out in the hot sun in Texas. And uh, so you really need to. I'll I'll look when I'm under pressure here, or live on the air. Uh, my book has a lot of different charts. Some of them are just uh, a, a chart of ten plants that are good for this or that. Um, you know, there there would be a list in that case, of the best trees for fall color, best trees for spring color, and then a list of the 100 best trees and shrubs for Texas. That's a longer list. That's a chart. And uh, the 100 best annuals for Texas and the 120 best perennials, all the crepe myrtles that we know of, etc. And And those are to help you narrow in on, I want a crepe myrtle that grows uh, 15 feet tall and that is purple and that uh, is mildew resistant and so forth. Well, if you were to look through on Japanese maples, you would find the recommendation in my book that they must have shade. It's, it's in East Texas, maybe deep East Texas, where it's very humid. Um, that might not be quite as critical. The farther west you go, the more critical it is. This is the book that will help you succeed in gardening. It covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in Texas. And that's how I adapt it from uh, west to east, east to west, and north to south. Of course, you get to the coast, you get a lot of plants that you can't grow in north Texas. And uh, in North Texas, we have a lot of plants that will grow because it's colder and they need that cold dormant period. And South Texas, they won't do well. You know, for example, peonies will grow barely into Texas. Not well, but they'll grow. You get into Central and South Texas, not a chance. Uh, 
So that's the the irony of being a gardener in a state of this size. The book addresses all of that. So I'm way off base with telling you what I have here. I have a 344-page book, 840 of my photos, all those charts and lists to help you fine-tuned for your area. The book is on sale for Christmas, and it has 11 chapters that cover everything from trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. All there. Okay, there you go. First book is thirty-eight ninety-five. Second and third books sent at the same time to the same address, thirty-three ninety-five. There's your Christmas special. Save $5 a book. Give a gift that will be ultimately uh, uh, useful to the recipient. You will be remembered every time. Uh, I'll be happy to sign the book for you. It is not in stores and not on Amazon so that I would have that ability. You order it from my website or you can call my office. Those are the only two ways you can get this book unless you receive one. And so here's the way if you want to order it to be given, uh, to have it to give. You uh, call my office Monday through Friday, 9 to 5, 800 752 GROW. Or you, call my, or you go to my website right now and order it now while you're thinking about it, neilsperry.com. It's a hardback. It's printed on high-quality paper, printed in Texas. Satisfaction guaranteed. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. So much better than the old cowboy boot book. And uh, it's at neilsperry.com. Hello friends, this is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person, in McKinney, and in Melissa, or join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. All right, Tommy, thank you. Looking forward to being at church this morning. That should be should be nice. Let me I know it will be. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone right now, and this is a great place to go. You can go there Monday through Saturday, don't go today. They have beautiful stone. Twenty two acres. It's like a like a trip to a state park. They're not exactly a state park, but they are just wonderful. Great people. It's a third-generation family business. Mike and Derek Wisnand, the second and third generations in the business. Uh, Mike is well. They both are. They both are so active in the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. They are highly revered in my industry. I'll give you an example. Uh, they are the people who clean out their trucks uh, just spotlessly. And then they pick up all of the gifts from Callaway's and take them to the Denton State Supported Living Center. That's cool. This is for Christmas is for Caring, which begins tomorrow. That's the magnitude of the nice, niceness of the folks at Whiskey Stone. So, but let's talk about their business right now. They have a stone for every project, whether you are building a retaining wall, whether you're putting in walks or patios, pool decking, whether you want to do a fountain, whether you just want decorative gravel, small gravel, river rock, whatever it is you want, they have it all at Whiskey Stone at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. The phone number is 817-429-0822. 817-429-0822. And the website is whiz-q.com. Remember, they're open Monday through Saturday, not on Sundays. W-H-I-Z-Q.com. They're great. They're Whiz-Q Stone. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today. Or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Stuby. Let's go to Rob in Flower Mound. Rob, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. I've got two questions, and I can ask them pretty quick. Okay. Last spring, I resodded my front yard with a Palisade zoysia. Good. And the landscaper had trouble uh, 
get enough sod. You had to source it from several places. And there was two strips about 18 inches, three or four foot long, but mostly brown. And, of course, the long, hot, dry summer was pretty hard on those strips. Each one of them has uh, two or three or four patches of green grass about the size of a man's hand <clears throat> in them. Come spring, will, will that grass spread and fill in, or do I need to just cut those strips out and replace them with new sod? I would let spring tell you that. Uh, I think the odds of it greening up and, and well, the old grass isn't going to green up, obviously, and the, the possibility of it spreading. Um, I don't know if you are an ultra-patient person. I'm not. <laughs> not that patient. Uh, zoysias are selected because they are uh, slower growing than most other grasses. I, th- I think you're probably going to want to get some more palisades and and strip it out and put it put it back in. Maybe he would do that okay, for I, you. No, I can I can do that myself. Okay, okay I got I had a Bradford pear tree in my backyard about two foot across, and it was leaning, and I had it taken out, and I left the stump. Now there's about twelve branches going straight up out of it, about. A, an inch across. Can I pick a couple of old branches, cut most of them out, and pick a couple out and kind of form a new Bradford tree uh, out of those? Yeah, with one correction to your statement, you'd need to scratch the word Bradford. Um, probably what you have is calorie pair now, because I'll bet when you cut it, you cut it below the graft union. This is not something I would do, Rob. Uh, the, what happens is that usually a Bradford pair after 10 or 12 years, 15 years will split. You've seen that happen to them where the, where the trunk splits. That's what happened to this one, yeah. Okay. And the tree gets so mangled that we take them out. And and I thought you were going to tell me you had 500 sprouts coming up all over the yard. That's usually what happens. And uh, seriously, and uh, they're, they're kind of an annoying tree at that point. Um, but what's happening with with these? You, you get a, a a bush coming back, a shrub of of sprouts coming up. And if you were like you do with a crepe myrtle, to select the best one or three or five and and turn it back into something. In this case, one trunk. You'd get a lovely tree. It would be more open. It wouldn't have that uh, Christmas tree shape that Bradford does. It would be more rounded, more like an apple tree. And it would be a lovely tree. It would have thorns, and it would have the traditional pear flowers. It would bear fruit, small fruit, uh, that unfortunately would would sprout, would send out seeds that would sprout. Birds would eat the fruit. They would carry it everywhere, and you'd have a bunch of them coming up through the neighborhood. And uh, and you'd still have a pear. It, it would be okay that way, but, um, but with the thorns and with the... Um, propensity for cotton root rot that could kill it at any time and then the fact that you really don't have what you thought you had uh, just a lot of negatives to it i would not want it in the neighborhood okay neil i think you're exactly right it's a calorie because you've got big old thorns on it almost like a russian olive oh yeah if you know russian olives you're a good gardener and you don't want calorie pear there because your neighbors will hate you well, I'm a good gardener. I went to A&M. All right. <laughs> what, what year? Okay. What class? 74. Has your school changed just a little bit since you were there? Yeah. When I started, it was about 13,000. It's 72,000 now. Isn't that the most amazing transformation? When <laughs> I, I grew up there and, and when I transferred to Ohio State, there were 7,000 students there. It had just gone um, co-ed and just integrated and um ohio state was just as you describe a&m being now i came back to work for a&m for seven years and our grandson is there now and i'm mightily proud of a&m it's a wonderful school so it's a it's a great place to be so well thanks for the call i think you're making the right decision okay thank you Neil. You bet. Have a good one. Gig them, man. All right, let's see. We will come back and go and go to Linda right now. Linda in North Richland Hills, how can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Good um, morning. 
A few years ago, I asked for a recommendation for a crepe myrtle that would truly stay dwarf, mm-hmm. and you recommended the Petite series, mm-hmm. and um, I got three Petite Pinkies, and they're doing fine. You told me at the time that for that series only, those could be cut to the ground each each year. We did not do that last year, but we're considering doing it this year in hopes that it would spread out a little more, that it would become more bushy. Is that what would happen? Yeah, I wouldn't cut it to the ground. I'd cut it back to within about uh, maybe 12 inches, something in that range. Okay. Yeah, 10 or or 12 inches. And then that will help there be more lower branches. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right, that's all we need. Simple as that. Anytime between now and about the uh, 10th of uh, February, you're all set. All All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Linda. Aha, uh-huh, bye-bye. Okay, folks, here's the game plan now. I have no calls. And so this is your chance while we're doing a newscast to call and be in the last flight of calls. 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Please call now. 800-288-9227. Mike Bass is answering the phones, running the boards, and doing his usual magic on a Sunday morning. Womack Nursery, I welcome them back to our airwaves, and uh, they are fabulous. They are a source of the uh, great fruit and pecan trees, all the Texas A&M recommended varieties. They grow most of all, most all of what they sell, which means they're doing a lot of budding and grafting and getting nursery stock ready all year long. They are the people who uh, offer to you all the new varieties, all the ones that you want to have in your backyard orchard. Now, commercial growers buy from them, and they may come in and buy everything of a given variety, so don't delay. This is the time to order from Womack. They uh, they have ones that are known to be so much superior. They also have the historic varieties that are still very popular and well-proven. There are several ways you can order from Womack Nursery. You can order from their website. You can call them. Uh, you can uh, place a mail order if you want, I guess. They're in DeLeon, Texas. Uh, odds are you don't necessarily want to drive all the way to DeLeon just to get your plants, but there are people who would like to. And there also are people who live fairly close. So let me just cover all of them. It's Womack Nursery Company, W-O-M-A-C-K. Uh, I might add, this is a, about a fourth-generation family nursery founded back, I think, in the 30s. Womack Nursery, W-O-M-A-C-K, Nursery Company, 2551 State Highway 6. 2551 State Highway 6, De Leon, Texas, D-E, capital L-E-O-N, Texas, 76444. And the phone number is 254-893-6497. 254-893-6497, WomackNursery.com. Great website, WomackNursery.com. News Talk 820, WBAP, FM 99.5 HD2, and WBAP.com. Niels Ray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter. It comes from my uh, 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 computer directly to your email, and it happens Thursday nights just a little after 6 p.m. I hope you'll sign up for it. You do so at my website at neilsperry.com. Click on the eGardens tab. It has five stories always. It is free always. I'll never give or sell your email address to anybody ever, and I'll never spam you ever. Neil Sperry's eGardens. Take a look at it. I think you'll want it at neilsperry.com. Click on eGardens. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820 WBAP. And KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A cumulus media station. Trending now. The trial for a former Fort Worth police officer resumes this week. I'm Clayton Neville at the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com. WBAP first traffic and weather. On the ones. Well, we've got an issue in Mesquite. 635 LBJ Freeway northbound at 30. Flooding has an off-ramp blocked there. Also in Fort Worth, an accident just cleared. 35W northbound at East Vickery Boulevard. 
And Richland Hills Bridge Construction continues. That's at 121 southbound between State Highway 10 and Etterville Road. With WBAP's First Traffic on the Ones, I'm Clayton Neville. Your WBAP forecast, overcast today, a high near 58 degrees, winds north 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cooler tonight, cloudy, low near 53, winds light and variable this evening. Right now, 53 in Dallas and it's 53 in Fort Worth. News brought to you by Classic Chevrolet. UK defense officials cautioning that Russia is looking to obtain hundreds of ballistic missiles from Iran. Speaking Sunday on Fox and Friends weekend, Israeli Prime Minister-designate Benjamin Netanyahu shares his thoughts on what could happen if Russia joins forces with Iran. Well, it's bad news. And I don't think it's a defense partnership. It's an offense partnership because you see where these uh, uh, killer drones are being used and how they're being used. Uh, I think that's very worrisome. This comes as Russia continues its invasion of Ukraine. Meanwhile, WNBA player Brittany Griner was traded from Russian arms dealer Victor Boot in a prisoner swap. Florida Congressman Brian Mass tells Fox and Friends Weekend that he's happy to have any American back on U.S. soil, but questions what this means for swaps moving forward. You set this precedent where you're going to say individuals of no particular national security significance will be traded for high-level detainees. Brittany Griner was detained in a Russian prison back in February for smuggling hashish oil in her luggage near Moscow. And the trial for former Fort Worth police officer Aaron Dean will continue in a Tarrant County courtroom tomorrow. Dean's accused of shooting a Tatiana Jefferson to death while responding to an open door call at her family's home in 2019. The state rested its case last week. The defense will start calling witnesses tomorrow. Aaron Dean expected to potentially testify. Again, the high temperature today is 58 degrees. Right now it's 53 in Dallas, 53 in Fort Worth. I'm Clayton Neville. Our next update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WB. WBAP 99.5 FM HD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Clayton. Let me tell you about Wortham Brothers Roofing Company right now in the off chance that you might need a new roof. It happens all the time. It happens to the best of us. We had our uh, run-in with a new roof about four years ago, and Wortham Brothers was there waiting for us. I had been doing ads for them for several years, and I knew who to call because I knew how good they were. I already was aware, and it was even better than I thought it would be. Wortham Brothers Roofing. They do all kinds of roofs. Composition, clay and concrete tile, metal, slate, newer residential re-roofing. And I was looking through some things on their website one day, and I saw it said they do flat roofs. I thought, oh my goodness, these people will do flat roofs. That is testimony to their case they have done 100,000 roofs in fact the truth of it is if you think you've had hail or wind damage or if the roof is just worn out from old age do you ever have that feeling if it's just worn out from old age you need to contact Wortham Brothers let them go up on the roof to check things out they know what they're looking for they will take a photo of the roof and bring it back to you to show you and uh, they will look at all four corners. They'll look at the, the uh, uh, flashing, the valleys, everything. Then they'll come back and, and discuss it with you. Love this company. Proud to recommend them to you. It's a second-generation family business, and they will do you right. They've been doing it right for their whole career. Founded in 1986. That's a long time. Call them. Call them for the free roof inspection. 972 972- Five six two fifty seven eighty eight, serving all of the Dallas Fort Worth area and beyond. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. That's nine seven two five six two fifty seven eighty eight. WBRoofing.com. Wortham Brothers Roofing Company. I need news, weather, and traffic at the top and 30 minutes past. Instant, it's constant, it's up to date. News Talk 820 WBAP at 99.5 FM HD2. Ace is the place with helpful hardware. Folks, you know that because you've been in Ace Hardware fairly recently. I hope when you go in, you'll uh, thank them for sponsoring my radio broadcasts. They're very nice people. The manager and the owner probably will be in the store this time of year. The manager certainly will be, and the owner probably will be as well. A lot of these are hands-on managers who love working in the hardware business. They've been in it for a long time, many of them, and it's just a part of their lifeblood. Ace is the place where you find the help you need, people you already know. Ace is the place for grilling. They have people who really love and know grilling. And Ace is the place for all the great brands for grilling. Traeger, Weber, 
the Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more. Let them show you the choices. You'll love grilling while the weather is wonderful. Ace is the place for all of your grills and accessories and fuel needs this holiday season. And you get free assembly and delivery on grills over $399 for Ace Rewards members. At participating dealers only. See your local Ace Hardware store for help in picking just the right grill for your needs. That's Ace. Ace stores parts of our neighborhoods. As I said, people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right, we go back to the phone lines. We're going to go to Oak Point this time to Jack. Jack, this is Neil. Good morning. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Quite the right, quite the right time of year for what I have in mind, but I just wanted to ask you. I have been using Ortho Weed Be Gone for decades. I have some broadleaf weeds popping up in my lawn. I see a weather window starting Wednesday with no rain for three or four days. Temperatures are a little lower than I'd prefer. But what do you think about applying Weed Be Gone at this time of year to control broadleaf weeds? Um, let me look at my app. See what the temperature is likely to be. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I have Cam- Cambridge Bay, Canada on it. The temperature there on Wednesday will be too below. If you yeah, if you ever want to feel good about being in Texas in the in the winter time, put Cambridge Bay on. Jesse on Channel Eight used it as a reference point the other day. It was 27 below with 16 mile an hour winds last night. Just a second, I'll get I'll get to to our area. That will be a little more meaningful. I want to see what like temperature is. Yeah, it is mid 50s. I think you're okay on that. I do it in the afternoon. Um, it mine does not give me a. Let's see. Does not give any mention of wind you don't want to have much wind uh probably right, that's definitely right eight that's or ten definitely. mile an hour wind you won't have as much concern about wind uh, in the winter because you don't have a lot of tender new growth that you have to worry about i think you'd be all right i prefer uh to use a pump sprayer sometimes it's a little harder to find the the uh, products anymore that are not pre-mixed everything's been dumbed down so much you know just just put this on the end of your hose, go out and spray the world. I'm not saying that product. I'm just saying products in general. And I want something that I can put a tablespoon in a gallon, go out there, pump my sprayer, and spray the weeds specifically. I want to do just the weeds. But this is the time to do it. It's a good time. Uh, let me explain Let me explain to people. Broadleaf weeds, folks, are things that are not grasses. Speaking of dumbing down, I'm not trying to do that. Most people know that, but just to bring everybody up to speed. Uh, these are things like dandelions and clover, henbit, chickweed, thistles, anything that is not a, uh, not a grassy weed, a grass of some sort. And you, if you get them now, before it turns any colder, they won't, uh, they won't continue to grow through, through uh, the second half of December and January. And you can't spray very easily at those, at those times because it is too cold. And then all of a sudden February arrives and they just blossom with their ugliness. And, and what Jack's trying to do is get them before they get any, any uh, get really well established. Did I represent you well? You did. All right. But yeah, I think you're going to be good. I think that's a good possibility. We're getting a new mattress uh, bed on uh, Wednesday. We've been watching the weather too. So I think it's going to serve us both well. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Take care. Merry Christmas. Let's go to James in Waxahachie. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Hello, James. What do you think, Mike? Where are these people going? They go out for coffee when they're on hold or what? Good morning, Neil. Can you hear me? I do. I hear you. I hear you. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I inadvertently pushed the mute button. I apologize. Did you really? That's my kind of stunt. I do yeah, that on Zoom you know, all the time. men and iPhones, they don't work together <laughs> real, real well. How can I help you? 
Well, um, my wife and I were in East Texas last weekend, and we came across uh, probably a pretty common plant. We weren't familiar with it. Uh, They had several different varieties of camellia, and and we thought they were thought they were really attractive. But I say we weren't familiar with them, so we started reading about them. And again, this was in East Texas in that uh, red sandy uh, soil. Thank you for noticing the difference. Yeah, and so we, you know, and like I say, obviously we're in Waxahachie, we're in this black gumbo. Thank you for so, noticing that difference. Yeah, well, yeah well, you try to dig out here and you'll notice real quick. Um, so our concern was, you know, before we went and bought some, because like I say, they appear to be very attractive, and, and it sounds like they bloomed through the winter, which kind of surprised me. I've never heard of a plant that did that. But when we read more about them and the zones and so forth, it sounded like that they weren't uh, adapted to our soil. So we didn't purchase any. We said, no, let's call Neil and before we go spending a bunch of money. Is there any possibility of growing those in, in our area or just be a complete waste of time? I don't know that it would be a complete waste of time. I'm, I'm going to give you uh, my best read on how you would do it. I have raised camellias in my landscape a couple of times. Um, we are at the very north end of their hardiness zone. Uh, I'm in McKinney. That's a little bit colder than, than Ellis County. Um, and, and so you might have a slight improvement there, but they're still going to be risky. There are two major categories of camellias, Camellia sasanqua and Camellia japonica. I, it's uh-huh. very important that I explain the difference, and I'm not going to take very long to do it, but it's very important. Um, the really showy ones that uh, you might be seeing now are probably Camellia sasanqua. They generally have smaller flowers. Uh, I, I say really showy. I want to take that back. Uh, the sasanqua camellias have smaller flowers. Uh, they may tend to be a little more single-petaled um, than the japonica, Camellia japonica flowers. Camellia yeah. japonica flowers are larger, and they have a big old fluffy habit of having lots of petals uh they're almost like a rose is what we thought of they do look like roses and so you may have been seeing the early camellia japonicas okay so therein lies one of the problems the camellia japonica buds when they form here in our area normally don't form until later in december and january and yes, they do bloom during the winter, but the problem is that we get enough ice storms and, and rain during uh, near freezing times that the water will seep in between the petals and it will freeze and expand and rupture the petals. And so we get browned buds that, that blast open and they never do open properly. That's with the later flowering camellias. If you're going to grow camellias in, in Waxahachie or in McKinney or DeSoto or Dallas or anywhere in this area, it's uh, very important that you buy early flowering types, types that bloom around Thanksgiving. You don't want to get the ones that are going to be known to bloom in, in January, early February, because that way they get their blooming done before it turns really cold. That's number one uh-huh. factor. The other factor is the Camellia uh, 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 Sasanqua varieties tend to have smaller leaves. Uh, that's just the way they grow, um, and that's a way to identify them usually. They are more winter hardy by one hardiness zone. They're more dependable in our area than the Camellia japonica types, the big showy ones. The people who grow Camellia japonicas here for the Camellia Society, uh, the real enthusiasts, either have them in protected areas in their yards, I mean ultra-protected, like the people who have the foo-foo dogs, or, I'm sorry, that was judgmental, that was really bad, or... Uh, or they have them in pots that can be wheeled into a conservatory or something. I mean, they are given ultimate care, ultimate care. If you're going to grow camellias in the ground, like like I did and like I would, I would do the, the uh, sasanquas. I would plant, and here's where people check out. They, I find that they have, have died and dozed off, dozed and died. 
because I tell them they need to dig a hole about 18 inches deep and about five feet across, fill that with a mix that is half peat moss and half pine bark mulch, and then go up 18 inches above grade also, or 15 inches above grade. So you're going down 15 or 18 inches and up 15 or 18 inches, and it's all organic matter. That begins to cost a lot of money. And then they plant their camellias in that and and uh, uh, and grow them, and, and they have to replenish that every year with some fresh material on top of it because they have to have a pH of the soil of 4.5 to 5. We are 8.5 in our area. We are uh, yeah. just gigantically more alkaline. And that's that it's it's complicated they're one of the most challenging plants we could possibly grow in uh, in our area you go 100 miles east no problem it's like blueberries okay. same thing with blueberries and i was going to say i actually have three uh plants of blueberries but they're potted with pure peat moss so it's the very same it's, thing it's almost like dealing with blueberries okay yeah and there's actually, so there's actually a Camellia Society, so I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, you might want to go talk to them when they have their show. I don't know where their show is. Um, don't know when it is, but you could you could look them up uh, online. You know, the, the good thing about online things is you can find everything. But I would do that and, and go visit with them and, and go to the show and enjoy them that way. I have found it's a lot less frustrating to me to take some wonderful photographs and enjoy my photographs. <laughs> it yeah, yeah, costs they're a beautiful. Lot less. We were really impressed, but aren't they yeah, beautiful? We were really concerned. Yeah, they really are. Yeah, but that I, yeah, you that said before you buy bed, some. Like you said before you buy some. I think I would buy one and see how you get along. Before yeah. you go too yeah, far. Yeah. Well, I, it, do, doing the it almost sounds like azalea sort of with the bed no. situation. No, no, azaleas are so easy compared to camellias. Oh and my azaleas gosh. aren't okay. easy. Yeah, azaleas aren't easy. Okay, so we made the right decision. We waited and called you. So we'll, yeah, we're out. We'll look up the Camellia Society and go that route. <laughs> yes, good okay. idea. Okay, thank you. I'm glad us. you called. Thank you, James. Take care. Merry Christmas. All right, we'll come back and go to Tim in Midlothian. You're coming up next. I can help you with Crotons. Let me finish my program out here with the last break of the day. Um, this will not be the last ad that I will do for my Christmas special for my book. I'll be doing that next weekend as well. But I will tell you it is the last really sure time that I can tell you uh, that I can get the Well, I can get the book to you next week. I, I know I can. It's just you know you're going to get it if you order it now. You know we're going to. I'm going to be mailing these on Tuesday. I'll be signing tonight and tomorrow, and uh, then I'll get them in the in the mail Tuesday. Here is the offer. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, 344 pages, 840 of my best photographs, lots of information about camellias. It's a hardback printed on high-quality paper. I sign every copy of the book as it sells, and it, it covers everything about outdoor gardening for every county in texas 11 chapters covering lawns and landscapes flowers fruit and vegetables let me go through that litany of the chapters chapter one is the basics of gardening in texas what you must know that covers all the other 10 chapters the umbrella that you have to know about soils and climate and transplanting and and all the things chapter two I had to put somewhere, and I decided, you know, this is where it belongs. Chapter 2 is the calendar. 48 pages, 4 pages per month of when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all the plants you're growing. I've never had that in a book before, and that calendar, people tell me, pays for the book all by itself. And then chapters 3 through 11 are in incredible detail of uh, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. 840 photos, 344 pages. It just kept growing. It uh, is on high-quality paper. It's a hardback. It was printed in San Antonio, not in China, like so many companies are doing. I wanted to go to the press checks and make sure it was being done accurately. Now, if you bought this book in a bookstore or if it had gone through publishing houses, it'd be 55 or $60 especially after all these price rises in the last year. It's only thirty eight ninety five. That's because I self-published it, 
Carolyn Skybe was the editor and Cindy Smith, the graphic designer, two friends of mine that I knew and uh, wanted specifically to be involved with this book. They're great friends and great ladies. So the three of us did this book, and I can offer it to you uh, at that price. And then the second and third books you buy now for Christmas gift giving shipped to the same address at the same time, only $33.95. First at $38.95, second and third at $33.95. All satisfaction guaranteed. I have never been asked to refund on this book, not one time out of 76,000 copies sold. So I'm fairly comfortable that you're going to like the book. Here are the two ways you can order it. You go to my website or you call my office. The office is 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The other way is to uh, go to my website. This is really the better way, and uh, order it there. We'll be reading the website just a little later today, and we'll, uh, we'll get the order that way. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on it. Uh, Lone Star Gardening. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Repair. Yum! Fresh pecans. YorkPecanShop.com. Save 10% off your first order with code NEGNL. They're a family-owned pecan business. Everything from large pecan halves to chopped pecan pieces. Candied pecans, cinnamon, caramel, praline, trail mixes, and more. Oh my! Get ready for holiday baking. YorkPecanShop.com. Use code NEGNL. Save 10% off your first order. YorkPecanShop.com. They are good. All oh, those pecans are so good. Let Callaway's Nursery help make your home merry and bright this Christmas. The Callaway's look so beautiful. You need to get into Callaway's today. They're all undercover. They're beautiful. Their people are skilled and trained, and their trees are beautiful. The poinsettias are beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you. Wander through their Christmas tree forest and handpick your ideal tree for the family to enjoy. Their collection includes various sizes of both Fraser and Noble fir trees available in green, snow-tipped on the edges, and flocked like heavy winter snow. Available for pickup or delivery, you will want to shop now for the best selection. Choose a soft-needled Fraser fir or a Noble fir with layered blue-green branches, each ideal for decorating. Each tree is cut on site for better water absorption and placed in a premium water stand that is included with your purchase. The water stand is kept full of water, so the tree stays hydrated and refreshed. Callaway's top priority is to provide you with premium fresh-cut trees and all the extra trimmings so you can decorate with ease and focus on making memories with family and friends. Complete the look throughout your home with fresh wreaths and garlands and stunning poinsettias. Make sure to pick up a few extra for an easy teach, uh, uh, hmm, for an easy teacher or hostess gift. A poinsettia is the gift that keeps on giving. Callaway's Nursery is donating 10% of all poinsettia purchases to support Lena Pope and their mission of giving children the best possible start in life. And Callaway's has been doing that for a long, long time. And hats off to Callaway's and hats off to you. Their poinsettias, by the way, as I mentioned last hour, are beautiful. We bought one for our house, and it's gorgeous. Join Callaway's in transforming the lives of children with the purchase of poinsettias through Lena Pope. Shop local at any of their 22 community stores, including the new store in Prosper, or order online. Open 9 to 6 every day for your shopping convenience. That's Callaway's Nursery. That's uh, where the uh, drop-off points will be for Christmases for caring. All 22 stores. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaway's. 
BaylorScottandWhiteHealth.com. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott and White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. Christmas is for Caring begins tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. I hope you'll join us. I'll be uh, uh, kind of giving out the uh, suggestions for gifts starting at 6 tomorrow, 6 every morning this week, 6 until 7 p.m. So join us for Christmas is for Caring for the Denton State Supported Living Center and our thanks to Callaways and Region 5 of the Texas Nursery and Landscape Association. Tim is 44th year, my 43rd year on it. Tim in Midlothian, this is Neil. Good morning. Good morning, Neil. How are yes, you? Yes, sir. I'm well. Thank uh, you, sir. What can I do to help? Good. Good. My wife bought some crotons, uh, pretty good size, maybe two foot tall. And she says, well, they're, they're so inexpensive, let's toss them. But I thought, well, I'd keep them in the garage. And, you know, I see in your book that they're perennials. And I, my question is, do I, should I, uh, the leaves fell off within the last week or 10 days. And, you know, it's down to the woody stems. Should I water those? And I've got them in a window in the garage. Should I water those while they're dormant, or what kind of care should I give them? Or is it worth messing with? Well, I think you have to determine whether they're worth messing with. The ideal way to uh, get a croton through the winter is in the brightest spot you have that's above 50 degrees. Um, I have six or eight in my greenhouse that are 12 feet tall that I've been overwintering for many, many winters. Uh, they're beautiful wow. big shrubs, and I th- I think they're worth keeping, but they don't do well in a in a garage because garages are very uh, dank and dark. So that's that's yeah. something you're gonna have to uh, deal with and and decide on. They will put leaves out in the spring, and you can still save them. Don't let them freeze, and don't um, uh, uh, don't keep them too wet. You also don't want them to dry out completely. That, it's totally okay. your decision at that point. Right. Hey, I appreciate okay. your call. Folks, thanks for listening very much. We'll be back live next week to Mike Bass. Thank you, sir. Until then, happy gardening.